You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 142. Your chance is now. I am excited to announce the next Healthy Living Mastermind with Eric Sue. It starts January 9th, 2017. Over eight weeks, you will get Eric's proven health and wellness strategies to help you get your health back and achieve your fitness goals. Join in with other highly motivated people as we all support and inspire one another. Visit www.ericwsu.com forward slash mastermind for all the details. Are you a first time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long time listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have an up-and-coming personal trainer with us today. His name is Sergio Luna. We will be talking about power lifting and why it's for everyone, including women. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Sergio. Sergio, are you ready to make it happen? Uh, yes, I'm here and I'm ready. Awesome. With over eight years of total experience, Sergio has dedicated his life to sharing everything he's learned along his journey to improve the lives of others. A huge proponent of changing people's lives through fitness, Sergio has thoroughly immersed himself into the culture by not only learning the technical trade, but also actively involving himself in the community through a variety of different roles. From nationally ranked elite powerlifter, sponsored athlete, and gym owner, his biggest focus has always been on improving the lives of others by inspiring, motivating, and educating. Sergio, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Uh, yes. Um, I got started when I was uh, a teenager. I was 16 years old. Um, I was actually a amateur boxer and a uh, 2007 Chicago Golden Gloves uh, runner-up. And once I kind of um, did that, I wanted to get into something else. So I started uh, lifting weights, and um, it wasn't really until, I would say, uh, college um, that I realized it was something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life, and that's when I started uh, involving myself more. I became a competitive powerlifter. I started uh, uh, majoring in a related field, and I started um, working at the rec center uh, full-time, or I'm sorry, part-time as, uh, as a personal trainer and also just kind of uh, in different roles there, um, and it, it's something that I, I really, really enjoyed. I enjoyed changing the lives of people and helping people and, and making happy or making people happy. So um, when I went ahead and graduated, um, you know, after a few different little obstacles, I guess you could say, um, I finally made the decision to open up my own facility and, and uh and kind of share what I have with, you know, with other people and at my own location, something I could call my own. Excellent. Very good. I know we met um, once a few weeks ago, and it was really great to see you uh, work and, and your facility and all that. But I know my audience wants to know a little bit more, and there's this one question 
that I like asking and I love hearing the answer to. And it's what's one cool, unique fact about yourself? Um, I guess one cool fact is um, last year I was uh, ranked number six in the nation in the 165 class. So um, that's, you know, all 50 states. And um, I also train on an extremely competitive team uh, with a number of uh, world record holders. I'm trained and coached by one himself, Ernie Lillybridge Sr., um, who by many is regarded as one of the best powerlifting coaches in the sport. So, um, you know, I, I've gotten the opportunity to, to hang out and train with a good crowd, and, mm. and they've really brought me up to uh, kind of shine through where I wouldn't have been able to do it all by myself. Sure, absolutely. I, I don't think anything like powerlifting would be a one-man show. So that's pretty unique what you accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So let, let's dive into this topic today, Sergio. And, you know, let's just call it out. What What is powerlifting for some of those who may not really understand it and uh, from afar not really appreciate it? Uh, well, competitive powerlifting is a sport with three events. So we have the squat, the bench, and the deadlift. Um, and the goal is to um, hit one repetition with the max um, weight you know, possible that you can go ahead and manage. Um, and you get three chances each time. So you get three attempts for your squat, three attempts for your bench, and three attempts for your deadlift. So then the way a winner is... Um, um, chosen is by who um, you know lifts the most weight at the end of the competition and everything's broken apart into gender and weight class so I think it's a it's a common stereotype that a lot of the uh, powerlifters are really big 300 pound uh, you know guys and you know uh, surprisingly there's a lot of girls um, you know anywhere in the from the 108 to the 148 class right now that compete and and lift pretty heavy weights so it's a it's a sport that you know includes a lot of people i see i see so um do you have to have all three disciplines the bench you said the squat and the deadlift to be a competitor uh yes you do um those are the um the three lifts that are mandatory um you know um and there's really no way around it um you kind of have to do them or or not i mean sometimes people you know who have really um bad shoulders etc they might just go lighter on bench or they might just take like a token bench and maybe just bench the bar to stay in the competition because if you do not um accomplish um any attempts for a given lift so let's say you miss all three chances to lift the weight um, you get disqualified. So mm. you need to at least hit one attempt for each lift in order to stay in the competition. Got it. Okay, cool. So um, there are probably some people out there and, and uh, many women listen to this and there's some men who also listen to this and they're wondering who in the world gets involved with power lifting? And, and is, is there a, a reason people get involved? 
you know, um, you'd be surprised as to how many people get involved in powerlifting. You have um, people, you know, as young as 13 years old who get involved and, you know, even um, as, as old as in their 60s or, or this summer I competed at a competition where we had a, a man in his 80s competing. And um, it's something that people get involved because, um, you know, it, it's extremely motivating to be able to um, accomplish more than, than you could have done before. So what I mean by that is a lot of our sport is built upon um, personal records, so PRs for short, which is not uncommon, you know, in the sport of, like, say, running, you know, um, whereas in running, maybe you ran a six minute mile and now you ran a five minute mile that's a pr um in powerlifting it's the same thing maybe you originally lifted 100 pounds and um now you're lifting 200 pounds um so um people really get involved because just that accomplishment in itself is really motivating for a lot of people and it doesn't need to be you know, uh, a big amount, like it doesn't need to be a thousand pounds. I mean, <laughs> if your PR is, is, uh, you know, uh, 50 pounds and you did 60, that's a PR. Mm. That's a personal accomplishment. And that's something that, um, you can get excited about. So I think that's what really brings a lot of people on board with powerlifting is that it's, it's really motivating on a personal level. Mm. Um, and, and even though it is a competitive sport, I mean, really a lot of the time, um, your competitors are also helping you out. So they're, they're cheering you on. They're, you know, um, they're helping you out if needed. So it's definitely a very um, supportive sport as well. Hmm, interesting. You know, uh, as you were describing how uh, others support each other, the community aspect of powerlifting, um, it kind of parallels, and I hate to use it, but CrossFit type, type of community? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, in a sense, it is similar. It's really about, um, you know, it, it is, at the end of the day, uh, um, you know, a one-man sport, I guess you could say, because um, only one person goes up to the platform, and only you can go ahead and lift the weight. But, yeah, it, it really definitely is about a group environment. Um, you know, I host powerlifting groups on Fridays um, with a bunch of different people, you know. Um, in fact, half of them are women, and... Um, they just genuinely enjoy somebody being there, um, you know, pushing you. Um, it, it's extremely um, addicting and it's extremely satisfying. Um, and just having that amount of support and just people cheering you on and um, clapping after you you manage to hit a lift, it's it's uh, it's really exciting and, and it gets the adrenaline rushing. So right. a lot of people really enjoy it. So um, let, let's break it down a little bit. I think um, people see the outcome, which is someone lifting max weights, whatever that number is. But there's a lot of uh, training that leads up to that day or that competition, right? So can you can you share with us a little bit more on how that works? Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, there's different philosophies, different um, programming options. A lot of different people uh, run personally. Um, I am coached by Ernie Lillybridge Sr., so he actually has his own uh, method that is very well known, and it's called the uh, Lillybridge method. So for at least for myself, um, it's very um, low frequency, low volume, but high intensity. And intensity is defined by uh, the percentage of, uh, of your max weight. 
Um, so, you know, um, a lot of the times we're really not working with reps above five. If we're doing anything above five, it's usually with something that's um, more of an accessory movement. So um, unlike, say, um, bodybuilders who maybe have like a, a chest day or a back day or a shoulder day, we have a squat day, we have a deadlift day, and, uh, you know, we have a bench day. And everything revolves around that. So our priorities lie on training that um, main movement and practicing. So it's not unlike, um, you know, any other sport that you have to practice to get better. So, um, you know, a lot of the times I'll spend, you know, um, pretty much like a whole hour, hour and a half just squatting alone, um, you know, and then everything afterwards is what we refer to as our accessories. So in those ones, we might go a little lighter, and that's more of our preventative stuff, you know, just making sure that we we have stability and size um, to be able to kind of carry the amount of weight that we're, we're holding. So maybe my main movement might be the bench press for the day, but then everything else is our, you know, pull-ups, you know, dumbbell presses, different types of rows, that sort of thing, just to go ahead and, and um, really supplement that main lift. Mm. So, so if I understand you, there's a lot of uh, work that goes into um, that competition, and even oh, if yeah. it's even if it's not the competition, it's getting the person from point A to point B, which is a PR, right? Is that really how how mm -hmm. it's planned out? Yeah, it's definitely a, a a lot of work. It's definitely not something you can go ahead and just kind of casually jump into. I've had people that, you know, show up once and then they're like, okay, I'm ready to compete. And it's like, no, you know, <laughs> when you're competing and when you're an athlete, it, there's no missed days. There really isn't. You miss a day and, you, you know, um, you might have just messed up the peak for your cycle. So it's really something that takes 100% dedication, um, you know, not only – it making the days into the gym, but also making sure that you eat well, um, that you sleep well, and that you hydrate, because every little thing makes a difference when it comes to uh, performing at a at a maximal, uh, you know, level. Um, you know, and you can't really afford to let something like missing a day or or not sleeping well or not eating well um, get in the way of that. Especially as you get close to competition, right. which is the hardest point of a entire preparation got it Let, let's just say that someone um is not um going down that path to competition which is fine right no one has to compete right Correct. and, and so mm -hmm. what would you say are some of the benefits of training like this though what what could someone expect if they decided to take six months or how many months to to uh, try this you know, it depends on the individual's goal. So I'll take, you know, two different, um, you know, um, extremes, I guess. You know, maybe you have someone who is a teenager and um, maybe it's their first time um, lifting weights and, you know, not very uncommon. Maybe they want to put on strength and size and or maybe, you know, like they want to get bigger for football, something like that. Um, powerlifting is absolutely... Um, great because it helps them. I mean, it really comes down to training big compound movements. So um, not only do they get the sides from it, from training those multiple muscle groups at once, but they also start learning how to manipulate um, strength and power because it's not just doing the repetitions, but there's also a certain tempo to it. And there's also a certain um, level of 
coordination between, um, you know, the mind and muscle, learning how to explode, learning how to um, be fast and powerful. Um, and then on the other extreme, you know, maybe have someone who's in their 50s or 60s and, um, you know, especially with women, you know, uh, who are more up to um, or up at risk for osteoporosis, um, you know, it, it has tremendous benefits for, you know, reducing fall rates in the future towards the 70s and 80s um, for also um, helping uh, minimize or, you know, those effects of of um, any sort of osteoporosis. Um, it also helps them um, build muscle, which is super important with age because that's what's going to help, you know, uh, with a person's, um, you know, um, overall body composition by changing their metabolism, et cetera. Um, and honestly, it's just really motivating. A lot of my clients, um, you know, if they were, if they just come in and do the same workouts every day, they kind of get bored. But when you start setting goals for yourself, and you start saying, okay, my goal is this, and you start training towards it, um, it gets really motivating. Mm. So it keeps them in the gym longer. Yeah, absolutely. I have to um, add on to the goal thing, which is, you know, it's not about weight loss per se, although that is a positive outcome, right? Would you say when, when people train this way oh, yeah. or no? Yes, definitely. And it depends. Like if somebody strictly wants to get strong, I will only work on, you know, the, the power lift movements. But if somebody wants to lose weight, I will definitely still add some conditioning into it. But it's still usually um, oriented towards, um, you know, using heavier weights to like things like a prowler or, or sled drags or that sort of thing. Right, right. I was going to say that uh, there are a lot of uh, people out there who uh, don't have a real goal per se i know weight loss is is top on the list but not so much a lifting goal right and, and i think that's that's what i think you said which would would motivate people if they had a lifting goal is that is that what you're saying oh yeah definitely it'll motivate them a ton um you know i i'll keep referring back to like my clients as examples but i have a um one of my clients he's 56 years old and this is the first time you know because i train him his son and his and his wife and his wife tells me he's doing better than ever. He feels stronger on a daily basis. He has more energy. This is the first time in you know pretty much his whole life that he's come into the gym consistently. And um, you know he comes home if he hits a PR. You know that's all they talk about. And <laughs> you know they they you know they all talk about it together. Like oh I hit this I did that. So yeah, the numbers definitely help motivate people because then they kind of see like a like a goal and then once you hit that goal um the addicting part is you want the next goal mm. so it just keeps going right right yeah. i mean um i think that um there's there's a group of people who are out there who um who do certain workouts and it's like man i sweat up a big storm and i feel great and that's all they talk about. And then there's another group which would be in your category, which is lifting goals. And people talk about, boy, I did a PR or I lifted this amount. And the discussions are totally different, aren't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. And what's really cool about that is like, you know, um, you know, just sweating and being tired. I mean, I could make someone run around the building like 100 times and they're going to be sweating and tired. You know, but does that necessarily mean they're any better than they were yesterday? You know, uh, hard to say. Yeah. But, you know, with strength training and, and lifting heavier, you know, um, 
if they're consistently getting stronger over a period of time, there's definitely like a, you know, it's not just, oh, I'm tired for the day, that was a great workout, but instead it becomes a long-term thing, and it's like, oh, I'm stronger than I was a year ago, and I'm doing a whole lot better. I can perform not only this big movement, um, you know, better, but, you know, everything else around it, too, because they are, you know, the, the, the basic movements that, go for everything you know if you learn how to squat with a with a barbell chances are you're going to learn how to front squat how to do bulgarian split squat how to lunge etc it, it all builds off of each other got it yeah absolutely now um what would you say you know speaking for women or uh the reason women should even consider it what are some highlights you could share with us in your opinion uh so we can perhaps get more women involved yeah, um, you know, a lot of women join because, um, for example, you know, I know one that comes to mind. She, she, she has a uh, a few world records um, to her name, but you know, um, at least from what I understand of her background, um, you know, she's dealt with a lot of body image disorders and mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, stress from maybe trying to force themselves into, you know being what the stereotypical, you know, um, skinny female model should look like and, and, um, powerlifting provided an outlet where, you know, um, she, what's really great about our sport is food, um, doesn't become an enemy. It becomes a friend because Mm. as any athlete, you know, um, you need food for energy. Mm. I mean, you hear stories about like Michael Phelps eating, you know, so many thousand calories a Mm. day and, look at him, you know, he looks like he's in great shape, you know, Mm. so it becomes more about that becomes food is energy, food is a resource. And, um, you know, uh, the gym becomes an outlet, where um, it becomes a a positive way to be able to maybe release some of that stress and and hit some accomplishments. Mm. So in that sense, you know, that's, that's a huge benefit for a lot of women. I know my girlfriend herself, before starting powerlifting, she used to stress out a lot about you know, the way she looked and this and that. And she was just, um, very skinny, but in a, um, in a, in a way that didn't necessarily have any muscle and it was kind of just very frail. Mm. And now she's a lot stronger and she's not afraid um, to lift heavier and, and eat more because she sees the benefits that it has. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it definitely helps in that aspect, uh, for sure. That's one of the biggest ones. And then obviously, you know, there's also other, other benefits for, you know, um, being able to meet more people and, and hang out with like-minded people who also have um, positive goals, you know, who who um, are self-motivated individuals. Um, you know, sometimes people don't, you know, just going to the gym recreationally, you don't always meet people like that um, mm. because maybe they don't have, like, set goals. Maybe mm. they just kind of go in and out. You know, the same people that go in for years and don't look any different, you know. Right, but you right. go to a powerlifting competition and you know you start meeting people that are like you know hey look i'm here today but tomorrow i'm completely going to be somewhere else yeah so um you know definitely it's good for making new friends and and um, meeting more people as well got it very good answer I, i was curious to know what your thoughts are on i guess maybe the um confusion or maybe it's just like um people aren't fully understanding the difference or understand what bodybuilding is versus powerlifting. Um, and maybe they, right. the women will probably 
more so equates the two is equal. And, and so maybe you can clarify a little bit about uh, the differences. Right. So um, powerlifting, like I mentioned, it, it's more of a, of a, um, of a strength sport. Um, so we're showing a maximal display of strength, um, you know, in, in one short out, outburst. So you could be, you know, 100 pounds, lifting 200 pounds, and, and that's powerlifting. Um, now, bodybuilding, on the other hand, I like to tell people it's more about show. So that one is a little bit more, um, you know, um, it's harder to judge because in powerlifting, either you lifted the weight or you didn't. It doesn't matter about how you look. You know, you could be um, super uh, lean and tiny. Um, you could be, um, you know, um, larger, short, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but in bodybuilding, you know, there's a certain look that they that they're going for. Um, and depending on your class, if it's bikini, it could be a very you know, um, um, kind of like a more of a, uh, model look, I guess you mm. could say the idea behind bikini is, you know, you're supposed to look like what you would see a girl on the beach mm. would be, or, you know, outright bodybuilding where, you know, the goal is to put as much muscle on as possible. Um, so there's a specific look that they're going for. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a judge goes ahead and, and they, they decide, okay, yes, they look great or, or no, that's not what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. So um, to put it short, bodybuilding is about looks. You know, powerlifting is about doing. Mm. Um, so they're different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely different approaches to both outcomes, right? Obviously. Eating differently. Yes, definitely. And, and uh, oh, regimen, yeah, workout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with, with bodybuilding, like it's notorious for being super strict, you know, uh, no cheat days, no nothing almost, uh, you know, and being depleted, um, to, you know, almost to an unhealthy state um, when it comes to getting stage ready versus powerlifting. You know, it's more about how much you lift, you know, yeah. not so much about how you look or how you're eating. Obviously, you want to eat to perform, but, you know, yeah. that's that's not what they're judging yeah. you on. Because I, I think that you get this a lot and I've gotten this a lot, which is I don't want to look like a bodybuilder, right, <laughs> and, and lift oh, yeah, weights definitely. and... and and look like that so so um there's some fear out there about lifting weights um so i don't know if you get that oh yeah i definitely get that all the time especially with like you know um i have people that i have people that are you know just um really scared especially um like i have one for example i have i have one girl that um when she first started you would never think should be interested in uh, lifting weights, but her friend convinced her to come in and, you know, she works at a hair salon and she just never touched a weight in her life and she just, you know, would have never had interest. And um, now she lifts really heavy and um, at first her concern was, well, I don't want to look like really big and bulky. Right. Um, but that was a complete opposite. I mean, she's made an incredible, like, she's had an incredible uh, a weight loss journey. You know, she's lost like, 20 pounds she's completely reduced body fat she looks um stronger and and leaner mm. you know now than she ever did before so on the contrary she doesn't look she doesn't look um you know big or bulky she actually looks closer to what she always imagined so um you know a lot of times women will you know um try to diet by you know kind of starving themselves or doing mm -hmm. excessive amounts of cardio um that really doesn't help um, because, you know, 
they end up kind of uh, lean muscle is important, you know. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to look solid. Um, and a lot of these girls go for what's called, you know, by the fitness industry, toned, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then they don't get that. They look soft because mm-hmm. they don't have any muscle. Yeah. So I always tell girls, you know, m- muscle is good, you know. You're not going to grow it at the rate of, of, a, of a male, um, but, um, you know, you will still grow uh, a muscle, you know. Yeah. Um, but it'll it'll be in a more appropriate amount, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, here's something that um, I think people want to know is how do people get a hold of you, Sergio? And do you have any last piece of advice? We're getting to the end of the show. Um, people can go ahead and get a hold of me by uh, sending me an email. That's uh, Serge levels at gmail.com um, same thing goes for my website you know all my contact info is on there that's search to new levels.net um, and you can find pretty much my email and phone number on there and I'm pretty much on all social media under the same uh, um, name um, last bit of advice I would say is um, definitely um, you know don't be afraid to expand if it's not with powerlifting um, that's fine, you know. Obviously, I'm biased towards powerlifting, but um, you know, start setting goals for yourself at a fitness level. Don't just be accommodated with, um, you know, going into the gym every day and doing the same things. If you find yourself bored, find a new goal. You know, beyond just you know, oh, I want to lose weight or I want to gain you know muscle. Like, start setting goals for yourself. Maybe um, you know you want to try CrossFit. Who knows? You know, you want to try powerlifting. Maybe you want to try. Uh, a bodybuilding or, or something and even if you don't compete you know um still it helps to set those goals just for yourself and and then you know adding to that surround yourself with people that are like-minded um and those people will push you further um that's why i've been able to get um a lot stronger than i could have ever on my own because i'm surrounding myself with people that are bigger and better than me because even though i'm still lagging behind them um, you know, they're forcing me to be better than I was um, before, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. And, and we'll make sure we get all the uh, contact information in the show notes as well for you. Um, it was really great to uh, see you and see your place, Sergio. I uh, will have to get out there again. I really appreciate this time with you and it's very valuable. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you for uh, coming by and thank you for having me on the on the podcast as well. I really appreciate it. All right. Sounds good, Sergio. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.